Lisboa, Bruxelas, Varsóvia. Europe is us with Dino. Europe is us, but who are we? Stay with us and you'll find out. One of the topics we wanted to discuss in this year's Europe is Us podcast is the Digital Euro project. But this conversation today is going to bring much more than just that, as our guest here in the European Parliament in Strasbourg is Kira Marie Peter Hansen from Denmark. She's the youngest ever member of the European Parliament. She's a member of the European Free Alliance, the Greens. Ms. Peter Hansen, what is it like to be the youngest ever MEP? Well, that's always a question that I can't really know how to answer because I've never tried anything else. I'm, but coming from where I am now, I think uh, it's really privileged to be the youngest MEP. Um, also because you hopefully end up representing some people who have a lack of representation in, in European politics and in politics in general. So um, I feel very proud and honored um, to be so young in politics. But uh, I hope I will be joined by more young MEPs in the next election. Why did you decide to go into politics? Um, well, I decided to, to run for the European election. Uh, I didn't expect to get elected, uh, but I did it because I wanted, it, wanted us to have a discussion on the future of Europe among my generation. So it wasn't just my parents' generations or the grandparents' generation, but also the, the young people. Um, and I think the EU is so important because this is the forum where we can actually deliver on the green transition, where we can do uh, great things when it comes to the digital transition and we're also the cornerstone of having a peaceful Europe. So I think the European Union is so important to handle all of these issues. Do you believe there's enough youth in politics? No, definitely not. We're lacking youth representation, I think, in, in almost every country. Uh, some are worse than others. Um, and also just one thing is, of course, representation and being elected as a young uh, person. But even without that, we're still lacking involvement of young people when it actually comes to making legislation. Um, so we need much more. What is the situation like in Denmark? Is there a lot of youth in politics? Is youth interested in politics? Um, I would say so. We've actually um, evolved quite a lot. Uh, looking back five, seven years ago, there were almost none, uh, no young people in politics. Um, but now the Copenhagen municipality uh, one-fourth of the people elected are under 35. Uh, so we've actually really pushed a lot, but it's, it's taken many years um, and it's been difficult. But uh, I think we're getting there slowly. You are the vice chair of the subcommittee on tax matters. You are a member of four committees at the European Parliament, a substitute of two of them, including the committee on women's rights and gender equality. You are also personally committed to fighting for a green, feminist and solidary Europe. Can you do it through your work at the committees as well? Yes, I definitely think so. Um, currently, I'm the rapporteur on the gender pay transparency uh, proposal. Uh, and here you can really see how much difference one, two, three MEPs can actually do. Uh, hopefully, we will have an agreement very soon. And then we will actually make these ideas into legislation. Um, so I think the work we do in the committees actually means something because it is here that we do actual legislation to the main theme of the day, just to make things a bit more understandable for our listeners. The Digital Euro project is a project of the European Central Bank and the ECB is already running a prototyping exercise, but we have to make it also green and sustainable, right? Yes, definitely, definitely. And this is going to be a major challenge. Um, 
I hope we can manage and I think also it's important that uh, the European Union also takes action so it's not just um, cryptocurrencies run by God knows who, uh, but actually also something that is democratically funded in the European Union. Do you maybe have any privacy concerns when it comes to the digital euro? Well, I think we always have these discussions on privacy when it comes to, to digital currencies. Um, I think I'm probably on the more, uh, like, I think there are people that are more concerned for the privacy issue. I think it's important that we know where the money comes from. And also given that cryptocurrency is, is a high risk currency when it comes to anti-money laundering and terrorist financing, I think it's important that we have some sort of transparency. Um, but I think what is important to know when we do the, a digital Europe, it needs to follow the GDPR uh, regulation, so this regulation on privacy. So here I won't have specific fears, but uh, of course we need to see the text. Could the digital euro contribute to equal pay as well? I'm not sure in which way. What, with the directive proposal that I'm the rapporteur for, it's mostly on like the wage gaps within a company and having the information on your own pay as a worker. Um, so I think here it, it doesn't really matter whether it's a digital euro, a bitcoin or a euro. Uh, the basic is just that we should have equal pay for, uh, for work of equal value. We've both been born in the 90s and I believe we both uh, very much care about the European Year of Youth project. How do you look at it at the end of 2022? Well, I think it's really important that we had a European Year of Youth. It put a lot of focus on youth involvement and youth engagement. Um, I would have needed some more action if I were like should be totally satisfied. I think a lot of it stayed with the with the words, and we still need to have young people involved also in the decision making processes. So it's really good that we listen to young people, but we actually also need to give them a seat at the table. A few more personal questions I ask all of my guests. What is your favorite memory? My favorite memory. Um, I don't know, I think on top of my head, um, if it's also like a bit political uh, relevant, I think it's when we adopted the parliament position on the pay transparency proposal. Uh, it was in the chamber next to us in Strasbourg, uh, where Samir Afaela, the co-rapporteur and me, held a common speech. It's not allowed to do common speaks in the parliament, so the, the chair came up, became a bit upset, but uh, that was really a, a nice memory, showing off the work you've been doing for, for a year. And what would be your worst fear? I think my worst fear would be if the European Union doesn't manage to find solutions. Um, like if we see this great divisions between East and North or North, North and South uh, and don't manage to find, find solutions. So I think my biggest fear would be the European Union breaking down. And for the end, your biggest wish? Um, I would say to, to create a green world, like it, it may, might sound uh, quite banal and naive, but I think if we can actually deliver on the, on the Paris Agreement, that would be, that would be really amazing. Manetak, Ms. Peter Hansen. Seltak. And thank you all for your attention. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen to what we have to say, because Europe is us. Lisboa, Brussels, Varsava.